Hey everybody, welcome back to my YouTube channel, Uplook Past Crossroads. I'm streaming on so many platforms right now, it's not even funny, right? So you guys know when I go live by myself, I stream on a lot of platforms. So I'm streaming from my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. I also have a podcast. I'm on every podcast platform, Upload Past Crossroads, right? I'm, on, I'm streaming on my Facebook and LinkedIn page, Sean Christopher Jenkins. I'm streaming on my Twitter page, my X page, whatever you want to call it, Trouble Don't Last. I'm also streaming on my Instagram page, Trouble Don't Last. My other Instagram page, I'm streaming from my underscore day underscore Bible. What's up, party people? Thank you for tuning in, right? And I'm also on threads, TikTok, and Snap. Trouble don't last, my underscore day underscore Bible. You guys get it, right? So those are my social media platforms. I got a treat for you guys today, right? So what motivates you? What gets you going, right? And the funny thing is a lot of Christians, when it comes to, you know, the things that motivate us, will judge another person and be like, man, yeah, I shouldn't motivate you, man. This should motivate you. Like, you know, so they try to, they try to downplay and try to tell you what should motivate you. But let me tell you guys something, man. Everybody gets motivated and get their gears going in a different way, right? So for me, what gets me going is sports. I love basketball. Basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court, you know, like like Mike. Y'all have seen Like Mike before? That's one of my favorite movies of all time with Little Bow Wow. Then Space Jam is another one of my favorite movies of all time with Michael Jordan, not LeBron James, but Michael Jordan. Like I watched those movies probably like 55 times each, like Mike. In space gym but anyways i got a treat for you guys today so if you don't know now you know my favorite basketball player of all time right is kobe bean bryant right that's my favorite basketball player of all time kobe bean bryant he played on the los angeles lakers number eight and number 24 and there's a thing for any kobe bryant friend you you know and we always ask our everybody like which one's your favorite kobe number eight or number 24 that's the questions we ask and then another question we ask is like which one do you like more do you like froby you know so kobe with an afro or do you like kobe when he cut his hair right so the older kobe basically but anyways i got a quote for you guys so on my youtube channel upload past crossroads i do a whole lot of things on my youtube channel so upload past crossroads here it is i'm sharing my screen on youtube facebook twitter and stuff like that all right so all right, so upload past crossroads. I have a lot of playlists. So one of the playlists I have is titled "Quotes of the Day." So I'm about to take the two Kobe Bryant quotes and talk about that and elaborate on it, extrapolate on that point. Right? <laughs> I think that's a good word to use. And then also I have a playlist titled "Verses of the Day." So that's when I take a Bible verse and elaborate on that. So I'm gonna take a quote that Kobe said and break that verse, break that quote down with a Bible verse and how it relates with the Bible and stuff. There's a lot of things that Kobe said. And just the way he operate was so divine and spiritual, but a lot of that's debatable because a lot of people don't see that. But it's just about how you look at it. It's different perspectives. No, there's nobody right about everything. There's no, he's not completely wrong. I mean, he wouldn't be as great as he was if he was just wrong, right? So, and then another playlist like on my YouTube channel is called Motivation or Inspiration. I have those two playlists. So that's what this video is all about. It's about just giving you motivation in life. And just trying, I'm trying to show you guys just what gets me motivated. And if it motivates you, that's great. Hey, man, if it's your cup of tea and you like, and you're a Kobe Bryant fan too, and you you got the Mamba mentality, because I feel like all Kobe Bryant fans have that Mamba mentality a little bit, 
right? Because he inspired us to be great, to be legendary, which is what the title of today's video is. It's all about being legendary and being great and trying to be the best in your field, in your arena. And if you watched any of Kobe Bryant's games when he played, which I watched everyone I could back in the day, um, that's the thing he would do. He would motivate you to be the best in your field, in your arena, because he did the best he he could do on the basketball court. So there's no basketball player I've ever watched since him, except for Steph Curry, that plays as hard as him. And that, uh, I mean, every single night, like he will motivate you to be great. So my YouTube channel is Uplift Past Crossroads. So Uplift and then Past, you know, Past, Present, and Future Crossroads, you know, like Bones, Homes, and Harmony, Harmony Song Crossroads. Meet me at the cross, cross, you love it. Mm, I'm gonna miss everybody. All right, I can't sing this song. I don't want to get demonetized. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it, guys. All right, so like I said, I got a Kobe Bryant quote for you guys today. You guys ready? Let's get to it. So the Kobe Bryant quote I saw the other day was this one right here. Let's let's get to it. It says, Lee, "Kobe said, leave the game better than you found it. Leave the game better than you found it. And when it comes time for you to leave, leave a legend." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that far with this video. All right, leave the game better than you found it. And when it comes time for you to leave, leave a legend, right? So, one thing about Kobe Bryant, man, I titled this video Be Legendary. Kobe Bryant left the game better than what he found it. There was never another Kobe Bryant before Kobe Bryant. Now, we could say Michael Jordan was the, you know, he was before Kobe. Okay, because Kobe, if you watch highlights of Kobe and Michael Jordan, it is ridiculous how similar their game is, how similar their movements are, their foot movements and everything. Like, Kobe literally resembled and embodied Michael Jordan, but way better, like, because he, he had to work harder than Michael, I feel like. And I think Kobe would even attest to that. And he loved – I mean, Michael like loved practice just as much as Kobe, if not more. I don't know. But they both loved practice. They both loved the game. They both were obsessed with their craft. And this is where sports come into play in life. The question is, are you obsessed with your craft? Do you love practice? And not you can't just love practice of anything. Do you love practice when it comes to your craft, when it comes to your arena, when it comes to what God has called you to do? So the practice I love is the Bible. I love studying the Bible. I love reading the word. And it's not just practice for that, right? Every believer should be doing that, right? But let's take it to a higher level. Like when it comes to the Bible, I like to preach it. I like to speak on it. I love to, you know, uh, share my knowledge of it, just like I'm doing right now. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm about to tear this up, guys. This is just the beginning. This ain't nothing, right? <laughs> so yeah, like with the Bible and stuff. So I'm in seminary, for example. So they can give me any assignment. They can tell me to you know, do a PowerPoint on something like about John Wesley. I don't care. Something, right? It don't matter. If it ties in with God and the Bible, it is over with. I want to have a field day. Like, for example, for one class, I have nine books to read. For the other class, I got like 12 books to read, right? So I got like probably 24 books to read total. Like, you know, it's too many books just for one semester. Like, who's going to read all those books? Me, because it's a book about God, right? And so that's the whole point. Let me go back to the quote. 
Kobe said, leave the game better than you found it. And when it comes time for you to leave, leave a legend. See, there's going to come a time you're going to have to leave this life. There's going to come a time where you're going to die. It's going to come a time where you can't do what you're doing right now. You're not going to be young forever. You're not, probably not going to have the same mindset or the same, you know, be in the same mental space and the mental capacity to be able to take on what you're doing right now. So you better utilize that moment that you're in right now, right? and leave better than what you came into the game as, right? And not just that, but leave whatever arena you're in, whatever you're trying to do for the Lord, whatever you're trying to do in this life, giving glory and honor to God, man, you better leave everything you got on the table because you only get one life. You only get one shot, one opportunity. I'm quoting Eminem now, but you guys see what I'm saying, man. You got one shot. One opportunity, one moment, man, to shine. This is it. You get one life. Everybody living like they got a thousand lives to live. Man, you got one, man. And you're trying, what are you going to do? You're going to just be somebody? You're just going to coast through life? You're just going to survive? Or you're going to be legendary? That's the question, right? And as a believer, I think all of us should be striving to be legendary. And that's the mob mentality right there. This is why Kobe Bryant is my favorite basketball player of all time. He motivated you to believe in yourself and to believe and your abilities that you have in whatever arena you're in, you're, you're in, and then put everything you got into what you're doing so that you can get the best out of it. And if you don't do that, you're cheating the game. If you don't do that, you ain't doing what it takes to be great. If you don't do that, you're not being faithful in the little things in practice, right? So don't expect to get the reward. Don't disrespect the game, right? Kobe even said that in another quote, he said this. And it was at the end of the deep uh, Devin Booker situation. I'm going to talk about the Devin Booker situation in a minute. See, I just love sports, so I just <laughs> do research on sports and stuff because I like post-game and pre-game shows more than the game. But anyways, Kobe Bryant said, the most important thing about my career is being able to pass it on, right, to, to, give, to, the, to give to the next generation of athletes. He said, embody the spirit, right? So that's what he wanted them to do, embody the spirit, learn some of the same techniques, have the kind of mindset. He said, that is the coolest thing to me, right? So he wanted all of the future generation, the people that watched him like me, like I was in middle school and high school when I watched Kobe Bean Bryant play basketball. I watched when Shaq and him broke up. It was awful. It was the worst. I hated Shaq. I couldn't stand Shaq. Shaq, why did you leave Kobe, man? Why could y'all work it out? We would have got 12 brings together 12 not one not two not three not seven 20 <laughs> but like it's okay like you know god does everything for a reason but anyways like i love kobe and shaq they're the best duo of all time man it was amazing that was when i was in elementary school i barely got to experience that i got to experience you know when they lost to the freaking pistons after winning three straight championships and we had the best team ever then we had Gary Payton, we had Carmelo, we had freaking Gary Payton, Carmelo, and Kobe and Shaq. Those are all Hall of Famers, the top 75 players of all time. And we freaking lost to the Detroit Pistons. You can't even name one player on the Detroit Pistons to beat us. Chauncey Billups, do you know who that is? Do you know who Tayshaun Prince is? Who the freak know who Tayshaun Prince is? You know who Ben Wallace is? I mean, everybody knows him because his hair in the fight, you know. <laughs> against the Indiana the Pacers. I mean, but still, you guys see what I'm saying, man. But, like, I went through everything with them. Kobe, those awful years with the Lakers when they had Smush Parker, Kwame Brown. Freak, y'all know Kwame, but Kwame Brown. We had, uh, 
Who else did we have? Sasha Vujicic, Vladimir Rodimovich. I can't even say his name. These are the people we had. Vladi Divac. Like, I know this pissed Kobe off. This is why Kobe <laughs> scored 81 points. This is why he scored. He had like a whole four months that year. It was like 2006 to 2008, sometime around there, and even 2005, where he had months where he just scored 60, 40, 55. Like it was like 20, it was like 15 games straight where he had more than 48 points. And he had mostly like 55, 62, 48. Like he didn't go lower than 46. So like he went off for like 12 games straight, which is the longest streak ever. I mean, that beats Wilt Chamberlain. Right. And Wilt Chamberlain scored 100 points in a game. And he had, he had, he won game, he had 55 rebounds. So, you know, Wilt Chamberlain, he's bad. Like, so Kobe beat his records. Kobe was bad, man. I mean, this is what Kobe did. He motivated you to be bad too. And that's what I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be bad. I don't know about y'all, but when it comes to living in this Christian life, when it comes to doing life for God here right now, boy, I want to embody the Lord. I want to embody Jesus. I want to show how great God can be and what he can do on this earth with a person who is fully surrendered to him. That's what I'm going for. I ain't competing against nobody else but myself. So these other AME preachers, these other preachers, these other YouTubers, I don't care. If you think I'm in competition with you, <laughs> that's that's your battle. That's your insecurity. With me, I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm running my race. I want to be the greatest Sean Christopher Jenkins was meant to be, could possibly be. I'm trying to reach my highest and fullest potential when it comes to preaching the gospel, when it comes to doing this YouTube thing, when it comes to social media and the algorithm, when it comes to everything I do, everything, being a husband, eventually being a father of six kids or However many kids I get, you guys get, you guys get what I'm saying. Like I'm trying to embody greatness, right? And they're going back to Kobe Bryant's quote: "The most important thing about my career is being able to pass it on." Right? We're called to pass on Jesus to other people. We're called to give life and life more abundantly to other people. We're called to reach the masses, to go out into all the world and preach the gospel. I'm going to say it again. We're called to go out into all the world and preach the gospel, right? All the world. So that means that you're not just supposed to stay. To, this life ain't just meant for you. It's not just meant to you know do what you want to do and just live for yourself. No, we're called to pass the baton, like I preached one sermon and butchered the mess out of that. We're called to pass the baton onto the next generation to show them the way. And the only way is Jesus Christ. This is what Kobe is saying. Kobe Bryant is so man, so so prophetic, right? If you're a Kobe Bryant fan, you know, right? If you're not and you hate him, that's on you. You're missing out. So the most important thing about my career is being able to pass it on to the next generation of athletes. That was the most important thing to Kobe, and he did that. I'm about to show you how he did that in one way, but I, I'm actually two. I'm showing that with me, right? Just with me, an average Joe. You don't even know who I am. I'm probably a nobody to you. You don't know me right now, but you will. But you will. I'm going to say it again, but you will. <laughs> but you know me now. You're watching now, right? So, like, yeah. He said, embody the same spirit, the spirit that he got from Michael Jordan. That's basically what he's saying. The spirit he got from Michael Jordan, he wanted to pass that on. The spirit of not cheating the game about putting everything you have squeeze out and rag out the towel as much as you can with all the blessings in it just to make sure you get everything you can from that experience from this life 
That's what we're called to do, embody the same spirit, learn the same techniques, have the same kind of mindset. This is the mob mentality, right? This is what the kind of mentality we got to have. What is the God mentality that God wants us to have? I'm about to talk about that in a minute. He said, this is the coolest thing to me. And that's the coolest thing to me, too. I know it is to you, too. Gosh, this is just the beginning. I haven't even gotten there. So let's talk about, you know, some more. Let's tie in what Kobe said with the Bible real quick. See, I'm a Mamba fan. I'm a Kobe Bryant fan. Let's 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 tear this up real quick. So I'm going to talk about what a proverb is. I mean, I, if you go to my YouTube channel, Upward Pass Crossroads, you see I have a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of playlists, right? So I have a playlist for every video I do just so you see how everything ties in with the Bible and every all my whole ministry ties in together and stuff like that. But anyways, on Upload Pass Crossroads, my YouTube channel, I have a playlist titled uh, The Book of Proverbs. Yeah. And so this is where I take a proverb and I just elaborate on it, right? Or it could be a Sunday school lesson on a whole chapter in the Book of Proverbs. It could be a, a sermon I did. So just check out this playlist for more. I'm about to tear this up, right? So this video will be on that playlist, right? So here we go. All right, so I want to talk about just a proverb in general. So in the book of Proverbs in the Bible, what is a proverb, right? A proverb is just a general statement that's true regarding the way life works. That's what a proverb is, right? So a proverb is something regarding the way things happen in this world. That's what a proverb is. It's true wisdom and insight on the observations that have been made about life so that we can draw lessons from those observations. That is what a proverb is. I want you guys, I'm about to hit you guys with a proverb right now. It's two of them, but one's in the book of Ecclesiastes 7.1. So it's not really a proverb, but it, it, it it is a proverb. It's just Ecclesiastes. It's in Ecclesiastes 7, 1, 2. All right. So let's go ahead and get to it. So in Ecclesiastes 7, verse 1, it reads, a good name is better than fine perfume. In the day of death, better than the day of birth. Mm -mm. That's the New International Version Bible. Let me read another one. The New Living Translation of Ecclesiastes 7, verse 1 reads, a good reputation is more valuable than costly perfume. And the day you die is better than the day you are born. <laughs> this is deep. Y'all see it? All right. I'm about to elaborate on it if you don't see it. But anyways, a while ago on my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads, I did this video. And the title of the video was A Good Name. And the text I was coming from was Ecclesiastes 7, verse 1, the verse I just read, right? And so that's when I took a verse on my verse of the, verses of the day playlist. I'll talk about that at the very end of this video. But that's just where I take a Bible verse and I just elaborate on it. I talk about just that Bible verse and how it relates to life. So that's what I'm about to do right now. You guys ready? So again, Ecclesiastes uh, 7, verse 1. Let me read from the King James Version and break this down. You guys ready? A good name is better than precious ointment in the day of death, better than one's birth. A good reputation, a good name. See, ain't nothing like your reputation. If you lose, if your reputation gets uh, thwarted, I'm trying to find a word, but if you ruin, have, if you have a bad reputation, it is really hard, dang near impossible to change your reputation if it's bad. But a good reputation, a good name. That's what it is. You see it? <laughs> a good name is better than fine ointment. It's better than fine perfume. It's more valuable than costly 
perfume. You guys hear that? See, the most expensive thing in ancient time periods, one of the most expensive things was perfume, was cologne, right? Because let's be honest, people in the ancient time period probably stunk. They did not have showers. They didn't have bathtubs, probably. Like, I mean, I don't know. You guys see what I'm saying. They didn't have the hygiene that we got today. I know they didn't brush their teeth because, you know, they said Thomas Jefferson even had, and George Jefferson, George Washington had, like, wooden teeth or something. I don't know if that's real true or what. But you guys see what I'm saying. So, yeah, like, it was very rare for somebody to have perfume. It was rare. Dang, and if you did, it cost a lot. You guys remember... It's a story of Martha and Mary or something. And one of them, I think it was Mary. Mary had oil in, in her alabaster box. Yeah, just like the song, alabaster box. Look it up. It's a gospel song, right? And so uh, Mary had oil in her alabaster box. And she went to Jesus and she put it on Jesus. And one of the disciples, which was Judas, he knew everything about money. He was like the treasurer of the disciples. So he kept the money. It's a fun fact. So it's funny that Jesus... Judas portrayed, portray, you know, betrayed Jesus for 30 shackles of silver. So that just says a lot, like what he struggled with. He struggled with money, right? So, um, but anyways, he told Jesus, you know, why? And he complained to the disciples, why would Mary put waste, you know, a year's wage? It was a year's wage of perfume on Jesus. Like he said, we could have fed the poor. We could have did something, something with that money. Maybe he just wanted the money because, again, he struggled with money, right? But that's the whole point of the story. Like she gave a year's wage of perfume and put it on Jesus. Did she waste it? No. Like you guys look up the story, right? Get y'all revelation from that. But the revelation here is a good name is better than fine perfume. It's better than costly. It's more viable than costly perfume. Guys, it was expensive. A year's wages. How much do you make in a year? Now, imagine if you got all that in one swoop, instead of them paying you, you know, hour by hour, wherever you work, or they pay you, uh, however they pay you week by week, what if they paid you just all, all what you were owed that year and what you're going to be working all in one sum of money? That's a lot of money, right? <laughs> so, like, that's what a, a good name is. It's that costly. It's that valuable. It's that expensive right? It's better than fine perfume. A year's wages, man, that's expensive, right? So if you make $80,000, I'll, I'll give you some of my hands. So I made, I made about $70,000, $80,000 since I graduated college. So that's no more than probably like, like after spending with bills and stuff like that, it's probably like $8,000. Let's say $13,000, worst case scenario, right? After paying bills and stuff like that. All right, so yeah, that's thirteen thousand dollars, man. What would you do with thirteen thousand dollars, right? Like, however much you make, a year's wages, a good name is better than that, right? It's more valuable than money. Just think about it. If you got a bad name, money don't mean anything. Like, I can like imagine if you were Adolf Hitler, or if you were, uh, I don't know, Jeffrey Dahmer, just somebody with a bad reputation. Can you change your reputation? Can a leopard change his spots? No, like people are always going to label you as that. People are always going to see you as that. That's the scripture verse, right? So a good name is better. It's more valuable. A good reputation is more valuable than costly perfume. Is that your name? That's the question, right? Let's go back to the verse. A good name is better than precious ointment 
and the day of death than the day of one's birth. That's the key right there. Let me read a different version just so you guys can see it. In the new international version of Ecclesiastes 7.1, it reads, a good name is better than fine perfume and the day of death better than the day of birth. That is saying when you have a good name. Let's talk about some good names real quick. We got Kobe Bryant. You know who Kobe Bryant is. <laughs> just like Kevin Durant. You probably even know who Kevin Durant is because Kevin Durant even said it. Let's see if Kevin Durant was right. He said, you know, he told reporters one time he was mad at him. And his response was, you know who I am. You know who I be. I'm Kevin freaking Durant. <laughs> Do you know who Kevin Durant is? Do you know who LeBron James is? Like, do you know who, I mean, let's throw some names, like uh, Messi in soccer. Like, they're so, Beyonce. <laughs> who, I'm trying to think, Michael Jackson. Like, there's some celebrities you just know by their name, right? And there's a reputation behind that name that you know, right? And that reputation is better than perfume. Right. If you're the son of Kobe Bryant or the daughter of Kobe Bryant, you can get a job probably like that. Right. Doors. You just have doors automatically open for you like that. We're seeing it with Deion Sanders children. You're freaking Deion Sanders children. If you were Deion Sanders son or daughter, you're going to have opportunities open for you. You got to work for it, but you're still going to have opportunity just because of who your daddy is and his name and his reputation. So. Question is, what is your reputation? Because just think about it, Kobe Bryant passed away, right? Which was awful. I thought I wanted to see Kobe in old age so I know how to be with the mob mentality look like in old age, but I missed out. But it's okay. I just gotta take what he taught me in all my life. But anyways, a good name is better than fine perfume and the day of death better than the day of birth. That part's so powerful, right? Because when you have a good name. I mean, you came into the world, you were born, everybody was born into this world, right? But when you were born, you were a nobody. So we didn't really know who Kobe Bryant was when he was a kid. His name when he was born and when he grew up is not the same as what it was in his death. And it wasn't the same before his death either. You see what I'm saying? Like, because his name was getting greater and greater and greater, right? So now he has died a legend, right? Because the, when you have a good reputation, when you have a good name, right? When you really work on what the Lord wants you to work on and really talk and work on your craft and try to be the best in your field, in your, in your arena, to reach as many people as you can for Christ, to show everybody what God can do through a vessel, through a person who, are, who is just obedient, right? You eventually obtain a good name. You need some examples, Billy Graham. That's one. <laughs> Right. You need some examples. You know who Tony Evans is. Right. John Wesley. I don't know. Jesus. Oh, Jesus is the greatest example. How could I forget this? Right. Peter, Paul, you want a good name, a good reputation. Look at them. Look at them. We're still talking about them. And it's 2000 something years later. So a good name is better than fine perfume in the day of death, better than the day of birth. Why? When you're faithful in wherever God has placed you at, wherever God has whatever arena God has called you specifically to serve him at in this life, right? So Proverbs 22, 1 says the same thing. And remember, I told you a Proverbs is a general observation about life, telling you how everything works in life. And we got to apply these Proverbs to our life. It's the same proverb. It says a good name is more desirable 
than great riches. It's more desirable than money. Just having a good name. Why? Because favor follows you. Doors is open for you because of your name. Even Donald Trump with his name, he gets in the doors. Barack Obama, his name gets in the doors. <laughs> you know saying? If you have the name, Warren Buffett, you guys know these names. It has value. I mean, who knows who Sean Christopher Jenkins is? Not yet. You will, but you guys see what I'm saying? So favor is better than silver and gold. Why is it better than silver and gold? Because it opens doors. It pays the way. It makes sure you always have an income coming in because of who you are and what you bring to the table. Deion Sanders will always, he's going well, he to be unemployed and be poor one day. Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders, really? He's going to be poor? Stop playing, man. <laughs> so a good name. Is rather to be chosen than great riches and loving favor rather than silver and gold. So well, I'm going to end the video, but if you guys know, like I said, I love basketball. So I watch basketball a lot. All the post-game, pre-game shows, highlight shows, I watch that nonstop. I only watch the Golden State Warriors play because I can only watch Steph Curry play because Steph Curry is the closest thing to, my, to, uh, closest thing to Kobe Bryant when it comes to entertainment and actually motivating me in life to be great because Steph, Steph gonna go off. He's never had a bad game. I've never seen him have a bad game. i never seen Kobe have a bad game. So that's how, that's how consistent they were. Not a lot of athletes are consistent on a nightly basis. But anyways, we got one athlete that Kobe Bryant really respected. And it was Devin Booker's rookie year. He played against Kobe Bryant, right? So Devin Booker, he plays for the Phoenix Suns right now. He's been in the league for since about 2016. That was his rookie year, I think, because that was Kobe Bryant's last year when the Warriors won 73 games and lost nine games. So they beat the Chicago Bulls record in 95-96 when they won 72 games and lost only 10. So that was the same year. Kobe Bryant, his last game, in the last game of the season, he scored 60 points which was the same day the Golden State Warriors won the 73rd game, which was the record again. 70, they won 73 games, lost nine. So, like, that day was crazy because I wanted to watch Steph. And I didn't know Kobe was going to go off, but I had to watch his game too. So I was buying between the two and switching between the two. But then I heard Kobe had 38, and <laughs> then he got 44. Like, it kept on going up. Like I was like, what is Kobe doing? First it was 28. Then it was 38, then it was 49, then it was 56. I was like, dang, what's he doing? So I had to turn it on. So, like, it was just a crazy day that day, right? And so Devin Booker, uh, that year he played against Kobe, and and Kobe's uh, last game against the Phoenix Suns that year because, you know, they play every single NBA team. Like, one NBA team plays another NBA team probably about three or four times in one year, maybe more. Uh, if they're in their division or something like that. So Kobe's last game was in Phoenix that year. And when it was, you know, he told Devin Booker at the very end of the game, he said, meet me in the back. Let's chop it up for a little bit. And so uh, Devin Booker, he assumed that it was only going to be a three to five minute conversation, uh, you know, with Kobe Bryant. But it ended up being about a 15 to 20 minute conversation, you know, post game. Right. And so Kobe ended up signing some shoes for Devin Booker. And the shoes red is right here, is known. Uh, he signed this to Devin Booker. He said, to uh, book, be legendary on one side of the shoe. And then he wrote a signature. You know, Kobe 
24. And then he said to the to the young one, and then he wrote his signature again, Kobe. All right. And so this was when Kobe was with Devin Booker and they chopped it up. And Kobe just told him, like, you know, be legendary. So Devin Booker, he tweeted this, like, after it happened around there. And he was like, just he just says, you know, this is something to live by. You know, be legendary. Just like what we've been talking about for this whole video. The title of this video is be legendary. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to motivate all of us to be legendary for the Lord. Right? You see what I'm saying? When it comes to basketball and sports, it motivates me spiritually. And this is how, right? So Devin Booker said that this, you know, just, just Kobe Bryant taking out time to talk with him and tell him he could be a legend. Just taking out time. Kobe Bryant, this is his idol too. This is his favorite basketball player of all time. Like Devin Booker saw Kobe as much as I did, probably more because he's from the freaking NBA and understands and basketball has a higher basketball IQ. I don't have no basketball IQ. Like, you know, when it comes to just street ball pickup, I'm going to murder everybody. Everybody getting it. But when it comes to fundamental basketball, team basketball, plays, that's, that's where it just goes over my head, man. Don't, unless I got a shack, then I can play around, play what, the way I want to play. I just have a, have a big man, just like Kobe. Kobe needed a big man. But anyways, um, Devin Booker. He said that just that moment, that time with Kobe, and just him saying be legendary, it still keeps him motivated, and it always keeps him going to this day. You know, it's a statement that defines his approach to the game of basketball still to this day because Devin Booker still plays for the Phoenix Suns. He's only like, I, think he, I don't even think he's 28. Like, you know, he's younger than me. So, like, yeah, this is a challenge from one NBA legend, Kobe Bryant. And one of the all-time greats to elevate, telling Devin Booker to elevate his game to new heights. What's the, what's the, how do you elevate your game to new heights, Devin Booker? Like, Kobe gave him the answers to the test. And the answer was this. It was be legendary. I think, you know, every basketball game Devin Booker plays, he literally wears these shoes and he writes, you know, whatever shoes he wears, I think he writes be legendary on it. I've seen it a few times. But I don't know if he does it every game still to this day. I know when Kobe passed away, he did. Um, but, yeah, guys, so the whole point of this video is, you know, there's value in the grind. And if you put in the hours it costs to be great, you'll be great. And if you put in the hours it costs to be legendary, you'll be legendary. And that's what life is all about. You can't cheat the grind. You can't take shortcuts in this life and think you're going to make it to the top. You have to put in the work. You can't cheat the game. You can't cheat life. Life has beat many people up. It has crushed many dreams and shattered many dreams and aspirations in a lot of people because people weren't willing to put in the work to be legendary. Do you know how much work Michael Jackson had to put in to make his name freaking Michael Jackson to where you know it? Even Mike Tyson, right? I can name so many sports people, but you guys know I can name, you know, musicians like Chris Brown even. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's so many people who are great in their arena and their field. And we know those names. Everybody knows those names, those names globally. And the question is, well, they know yours, right? In the Christian life, it's about being legendary, at least for me. Now, it's probably not for you. You probably don't have enough faith in being a legend, and that's fine. This is for the people who are about that life like me.
right? Who wants to do their best to glorify God the most that he could possibly glorify through one person, right? Through one individual to reach as many people as possible, just like with Kobe Bryant, right? Just like with Michael Jordan, right? So many people, right? Michael, uh, Magic Johnson, like, I told you guys, I love basketball. So let's go back to Kobe Bryant's quote. The quote, the whole point of this video was when Kobe said this quote. He said, leave the game better than you found it. And when it comes time for you to leave, leave a legend. You see, I don't get a lot of views on my YouTube channel like I probably should. <laughs> like, Because, I mean, my videos don't suck. I know this video didn't suck, right? So, like, yeah, like, I don't get a lot of views. I don't get a lot of likes. Like, Right now, Instagram's kicking my butt. Let me show you guys my Instagram page, man. Like, I usually get, sometimes, I, I got 33,000 likes before. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I had somebody, the Shade Room. Have y'all heard about the Shade Room before? Like, TMZ. Like, they shared one of my posts before. But, like, right now, for some reason, I'm, I, sometimes, I only, I'm the only person that like my stuff. Like, you know, because the freaking algorithm it, on Instagram has been banning my posts from being seen on my Instagram page. Trouble don't last. Like, so you guys get a minute. I, I need you guys to like all my stuff on Instagram. Trouble don't last and my underscore day underscore Bible, my other Instagram page. Because like, yeah, man, like Instagram been blocking my views, like in my likes from people liking it. Yeah, this one got eight likes. Like, what? Eight? Like, are you kidding me? But you guys see what I'm saying? Like, is that going to stop me and deter me? No, like, I don't do it for the likes. Like, I don't do it for the views. Like, I should, if I showed you my Insta my YouTube page, you guys get it. Like, I don't get the views. I don't get the likes. Like, I don't get the shares. I don't get the comments. Like, I did, right? I said, that's, I lost 100,000 followers in 2020. But, like, you don't cheat the game. Like, no matter what the game throws at you, which is what Kobe taught me. Kobe has went through so, he went through so much in his career. He was accused of rape, and that's probably why the Lakers lost to the Pistons that year, what I talked about earlier, right? Then, um, man, he lost to the freaking Suns. When As soon as Shaq left, he lost to the Suns in the second round of playoffs, I think two years in a row. And then, um, he, first of all, he didn't even make it to the playoffs in the first year or two, right? But until he got Pau Gasol for the Memphis Grizzlies, right? which was his Shaq after Shaq, right? And so Pau Gasol, man, like, we lost to the Celtics the first year they were together, which sucked. But then we beat their butt, you know, two years later. But we won the championship two years in a row, like 2009, 2010. But you guys see what I'm saying? Like, Kobe went through a lot, but he didn't cheat the game. He still put in the work. He said, leave the game better than you found it. So whatever field, whatever arena, wherever God's called you to do, wherever place you're at, be legendary. Leave a legend, right? I'm going to be a legend when it comes to being a father. I'm going to be a legend when it comes to being a preacher. I'm going to be a legend when it comes to being a preacher in the Emmy Church. I'm going to be the best preacher they done ever seen. I'm going to be like Richard Allen in the Emmy Church. I'm going to be great. And that's a bold statement to make. People be like, oh, fuck, be appalled. Like, no, free that. I'm going to be great. I ain't. I don't want to be one of y'all. I want to be great. I want to be legendary. I want to be the Michael Jordan on my arena on my field, right? Because that's what Jesus is to me. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I want to be Jesus. Not, not, not Jesus, but you guys see what I'm saying. Like, I just want to be great like the Lord. Like, 
know what I'm saying? Not, I don't want to be bowed down or worship or anything. I just want to be great and be the best so I can receive the best, so I can reach as many people as possible. Like, it's bigger than me. You guys see what I'm saying? Like, I'm doing this for y'all. Like, <laughs> I ain't doing this for the algorithm. I'm doing this to reach people. So just like Kobe Bryant say, said, leave the game better than you found it. And when it comes time for you to leave, leave a legend. So that when it comes time for you to die, when the fat lady sings, right? When you take your last breath, right? Even before then, when you can't play basketball anymore because you ain't young no more. You can't move like you used to move because all your muscles are crackling and bones crackling and all that stuff. You can't play no more when you're 90, like, like you played when you were a teenager, right? You Nothing lasts forever. I'm not going to be able to talk forever, right? But I'm going to get it all out now. I'm going to get every single bit out now. I'm not holding nothing back. I'm holding anything in. And that's what so many people do. They hold back and harbor and uh, hoard their gifts, their spiritual giftings that God has given them. And you got to let it out. You got to show the world. Tell the world. Right? Express to the world. Stop holding those ideas. Ideas were meant to be implemented. Ideas were meant to be shared. So how many people hold their ideas that God has given them? And don't do anything with them. Is that what God gave you the idea for? No. So if you ain't faithful with the little things, the little ideas that God's giving you, you think he's going to give you more? No. If you're faithful with little, then I'll give you more. That's what I promise from God, right? So, man, just like Kobe said, lead the game better than you found it. That idea that you got, that's great. Use it. Do something with it. This is an idea I had. I'm doing something with this idea now, right? Every single YouTube video is an idea that I have to get it out. Do I get all of them out there? No, but that's the goal to get every single one out there so that I keep on expounding upon it so that I can extrapolate on what I did before and, you know, perfect it and get even better, right? At speaking, articulating, like, you know, you guys see what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to leave my YouTube channel better than I found it. I'm trying to leave my ministry better than I found it. I'm trying to leave my wife, my fiance, better than I found her, right? But hopefully she leaves me first. But you see what I'm saying? Like, and I mean, like, when we're like 101, 120, so she don't have to see me dead. That's too bad. But you guys see what I'm saying? That's too much information, right? Leave the game. Leave this life better than you found it. That's hard to say. I was going to title this video, Leave This World Better Than You Found It. But this world's doomed. <laughs> it's not going to get better. Right? We're striving for heaven, right? But we can do our part in this race, in this life as believers to make the world a better place as much as we can so that somebody can know the love of God, somebody can feel the love of God who needs it so they don't, they don't commit suicide, so they don't waste their life, so they can live with purpose, so they can have life and life more abundantly. Like me and Terry just talked about in a video before this on my YouTube channel, Upward Past Crossroads. But anyways, guys, lead the game better than you found it. And when it comes time for you to leave, Leave a legend, because rest assured, there's coming a time for you to leave. That's the video, guys. Let's keep this. It's not short. It's 43 minutes, but yeah. <laughs> but I'm done. All right, so, guys, here goes my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. I'm also on every podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Chromecast, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Check out my podcast, Upload Past Crossroads, as well. All right, my Facebook and LinkedIn page, Sean Christopher Jenkins, my X page or Twitter, wherever you want to call it, whatever it is, my Snap, Instagram, TikTok, and Threads is Trouble Don't Last. My other Instagram page is my underscore day underscore Bible. And then my Tumblr page is Trouble Don't Last number one, right? 
And so, like I said, I got a lot of playlists on my YouTube channel, Upload Pastor Prospero. So if you enjoy this, make sure to check out these uh, playlists. Check out Quotes of the Day. That's one playlist. Check out this playlist, Verses of the Day. Check out this playlist, Motivation. If you love this video, you received a lot of motivation. Man, I love motivation. Motivation comes from the Lord. A lot of people think as Christians, these holy rollers, narrow-minded bigotists, they'd be like, oh, motivation, motivational preacher. Like, the Bible ain't motivational. Like, okay. <laughs> All right. Bible's very motivational. God inspires me more than any, any motivational speaker could ever do. And so that's another thing. I used to, fun fact about me, in college I used to watch motivational videos, but they were never enough for me. So what you just heard now was what I've always been wanting to hear on YouTube when it comes to motivation, like tie God into it. Like, what is, let God motivate me, because that's what God's word does for me. So obviously, if you tie in God's word with motivational speaking, it's over with. Like, no, no great. There's no motivational speaker that's gonna beat me if I talk about God in the Bible with motivation. I just killed all of them. So you guys, you know, open up some doors for me with doing motivational speaking for real. Like, I, I want to be a motivational speaker, man. <laughs> but anyways, uh, my other playlist is inspiration, inspiration of God, God's inspiration. So if you enjoyed uh, and you received a lot of inspiration from this video. Uh, check out that playlist. Oh, dang, I'm not even done. So many playlists. All right, I'm, I'm going to start a Kobe Bryant playlist, so make sure to look out for that. Kobe Bryant playlist, that's coming. Because I quote Kobe too much. I love Kobe too much. I'm always going to be talking about him, so I'm just, just going to start a playlist for you guys. So if you want to receive more Mamba Mentality videos, that's probably what the playlist is going to be called, Mamba Mentality. Yeah, check out that on my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. Then also, uh, I got a playlist on the book of Proverbs. So again, with these playlists, like you can listen to all my sermons. See all my Bible studies, see videos I've done with Justin or with Terry, just anything like that. Like in my future animations, when I do that, just check out this playlist as well. And then also, like I said, it's uh, in the description for this video on the places where I'm streaming from right now. But it'll be on the, every description everywhere in a minute. Well, soon. I don't know when I'm in seminary, but uh, yeah, with this video. A good name, Ecclesiastes 7, verse 1, verses of the day on my YouTube channel, Upper Past Crossroads. That video was epic and dope, so check out that video. If you enjoyed this video, to get even more about that scripture verse when I elaborate on that. But, yeah, guys, thanks for tuning in. You guys rock. Make sure to comment. Make sure to like. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to turn on the post notification. If you don't do those things, just the algorithm will kill me. You saw my you saw my Instagram page, Trouble Don't Last. What has been doing to me, and even my underscore, the underscore Bible, like, freak. You, Instagram, why do you do this to me? Just pray for me. I'm tired of the Instagram police, man. They keep on holding me hostage and hold me bondage and bondage when I'm talking about the Lord. Dang. I'm going to burn in hell. Anyways, I'm going to see you guys later. Peace out.